0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: The 2014 elections are coming up. Can Republicans take back the U.S. Senate? We have an exclusive interview with Senator Jim DeMint, who is now president of the Heritage Foundation. Also an exclusive interview with Ken Buck, the next Tea Party Congressman from Colorado.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmitt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. We have an exclusive interview today, in fact, two of them with Some celebrities we met at the Western Conservative Summit including Senator Jim DeMint and the next congressman from Colorado, Ken Buck. But before we get to those news making exclusive interviews, let's report the news. Breitbart News reports that President Obama's polling numbers have fallen to his previous all time lowest approval rating. And it happened this week as Americans have had time to assess his policies, or lack thereof, on things like immigration, his foreign policy on Israel, Ukraine, and Russia, and his reaction to the shooting down of Malaysian flight MH17. This week, Gallup recorded that Obama's job approval rating plummeted to 39% who approve and 54% who disapprove. This is a bit worse than his previous worst rating in March, of 39 and 55. The Gallup graph shows that President's approval rating has taken a pretty steep downward spiral decline since his February 09 high of nearly 70% approval. And in 2010, he struggled to hit above 50% approval when they tried to pass, in fact they did pass, Obamacare against the will of most Americans. And that 50% level has now dropped to 39%. The latest CNN poll does not show anything much better for the president. July 23rd, CNN found that Obama's approval rating was only at 42%, and in fact, he could not even win a re-election if it were held today against Mitt Romney. People asked, if the presidential election were held again today, and the two candidates were Barack Obama or Mitt Romney, who would you vote for? 53% of Americans said they would now rather have Mitt Romney as president and only 44% would vote for Mr. Obama. Well, what about the U.S. Senate races? Now here are some reports and I'm gonna show you some numbers now from real clear politics that show the U.S. Senate is a toss up. In fact, if the election were held today, 46 Democrats would surely be reelected 46 Republicans would surely be reelected and the eight undecided seats are in the, what they call the toss-up category where it could go either way. And those include Alaska, Arizona, uh, excuse me, Arkansas, uh, Colorado, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, and North Carolina where the races are too close to call. Uh, Here are some further numbers, right? The battle for the Senate Uh, For for example, in Oregon, leans and is likely Democrat. Uh, The ones in Georgia is a toss-up, excuse me, 45 to 46%. Another toss-up state is Colorado, where uh, we broadcast this show from. Mark Udall is facing Cory Gardner, and that's a toss-up, 46% for the Democrat, but now the Republican Gardner is in the lead, 47%. But it's still too close to call, also in Louisiana and North Carolina. What about the US House of Representatives? currently held by John Boehner and the Republicans, and if the election were held today, it looks like the Republicans would hold that office, retain the House with at least 230 safe seats, compared to the Democrats, 188 safe seats, and only 17 races are to be, uh, still to be decided. Well, uh, we don't know what's gonna happen, and we we don't pray for Republicans or Democrats. We don't endorse individual candidates, but we do pray that we'd be able to honor the Bible. Deuteronomy says this in chapter one, that we are to choose wise and discerning and experienced men from among our tribes and uh, God will appoint them as our heads. This is God's promise to us. And of your tribes wise and experienced men uh, appointed heads over you leaders of thousands and hundreds and fifties and tens and officers for your tribes. So where did this idea of democracy come from? Where do we get to choose our local and state and national leaders? Well, it started right there in the Bible. God gave that command to Moses. Let's take a short break and when we come back, we're gonna have Senator Jim DeMint, breathtaking exclusive interview. He's gonna explain how conservatives can have their voice heard in the upcoming elections.
2: Discerning the spirits that rule our politicians, Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Are you pro-life? Do you believe that abortion kills innocent children? If so, I want you to take action today and sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org. Here's three petitions we need you to sign. The number one is to stop Planned Parenthood from getting your taxpayer dollars. Did you know they've received now $487 million in your taxpayer dollars? I don't think that's right. They use that money to facilitate 329,445 abortions. Not really to pay for adoption or mammograms, but just to kill innocent children. Sign a petition today at PrayInJesusName.org. Here's number two petition we want you to sign, and that's to defund Obamacare. This bad healthcare law is now fo- forcing Christian employers to pay for contraception, sterilization, and abortion pills free of charge for all their employees, or The Christian employer has to pay a $100 fine per day per employee. That's gonna bankrupt our friends like the Hobby Lobby Corporation, Christian business owners and even Catholic hospitals now are being forced to pay for abortions. The Obama administration is now promoting the Plan B abortion pill over the counter for children as young as seven years old. Here's petition number three we need you to sign at PrayInJesusName.org to help pass Senate Bill 583 the Life Begins at Conception Act. This personhood bill, introduced by my friend, Senator Rand Paul, can actually defend life and help overturn Roe versus Wade. Take action today. I know you care about the unborn, but please sign a petition today at PrayInJesusName.org. We will fax that petition free of charge to your congressman. Sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org. Take action today if you're pro-life.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. I'm
1: Dr. Chaps, and we're here at the Western Conservative Summit. I am so privileged, and it is truly an honor to be able to interview the president of the Heritage Foundation, uh, former senator, and uh, one of my heroes, Jim DeMint. This is a man who helped me when I wanted to pray in Jesus' name. Welcome, Senator DeMint.
3: Dr. Chaps. I can call you that, right? You can. Uh, that's, <laughs>
1: that's fun. So, well, thanks for having me. Well, I know you, and uh, you've been a conservative stalwart for so many years, but many of our viewers may not uh, remember how you got started in politics. You were a senator from South Carolina. I
3: started in the House, actually. Um, never run for anything until I was 47 years old, uh, but uh, was inspired by some of the heritage papers and... Uh, And it was really my my faith that had a lot to do with me running. I I just believe that faith and freedom are two sides of the same coin. And I I felt like we were losing that in a lot of ways. And so I've written about that in my book, Saving Freedom, and uh, I tried to carry those values to Washington. But I was in the House six years, term limited myself, and then ran for the Senate. I resigned early um, after eight years in the Senate because I felt like we had to take the battle outside of Washington.
1: So when you were a senator, you went to bat for me, and and uh, I remember when I was a chaplain and I wasn't allowed to pray in Jesus' name, you helped change that law, and you defended so many other religious freedom causes. Can you talk about your faith and what that means to you?
3: Well, um, it, it's a long story, but I didn't come to know the Lord till I was 25 years old. But the, the journey since then has been... Fantastic. My wife and I talk about that a lot. We don't think we would be together if the Lord didn't hold us together during a lot of hard times. But um, you do, the, the, the Proverbs tell us to seek wisdom and that the wisdom comes from the Lord. And I'm, I'm just convinced that the ability to understand our country and what made it so exceptional, you really have to see it through a spiritual lens and, and a faith lens because that's the way our founders looked at it. And the thing that drove so many people to this country was really a a spiritual freedom uh, that resulted from the Reformation. And I'd love to get into into that history because it just it's so much a part of our early founding. So we could talk about that for a couple of hours, (laughs) uh, but faith has always been a part of America. Not that we need government to promote it, but we need to get the government to stop purging faith from all aspects of uh, our society.
1: And when you were a senator, did you see the First Amendment rights of everyday Americans under fire? And what were some things that you remember from your time in the, in the Senate? Well,
3: we, we saw it all the time, but particularly when we were building our new visitor center that was supposed to display all of American history. But, but even in God We Trust was not on the replica of the House chair. I mean, in, in the real House chambers, you've got in God We Trust above. But in the visitor center, they took it off. And then they had a place uh, carved in marble that said our national motto, "E pluribus unum." That's not our national motto. Our it's, national in body, we it's "In God We Trust." Right. And we fought that. We had it changed. Um, and but it, it just—it was like pulling teeth, just getting accurate history. And 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 that when and they knew better. And so that was by design. Uh, but we had people who. Would kind of like your circumstances of somebody who wasn't allowed to pray at a football game and sometimes just a strong letter or news would get people to back off or if they couldn't have a Bible study in a school and every other club after hours, which is legal, but schools often don't do that because they're afraid they'll get sued by the ACLU. So we have to push as hard as the other side to keep our First Amendment rights.
1: Well, thank you for being a, a fighter in that. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to ask the Senator why he left the Senate early to lead the Heritage Foundation and, and what is his vision for leading that organization to redeem the rest of America. We'll take a short break. Um, I'm Dr. Chaps and we'll be right back with Senator Demet.
0: Making your voice heard in our nation's capital, Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Do you care about defending the Constitution? Sign a petition today to defend your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. You know, left-wing crazies go on these shooting sprees, but then the Democrats, like Joseph Biden, are using this as a pretext to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. Can you believe they literally wanna publish the mental health records of military veterans so that they don't pass background checks so they can't exercise their rights when they come home? Senator Harry Reid, the leader, changed the filibuster rules, why? so we could stack the courts with gun grabbing judges. Here are three of President Obama's nominees, Pillard, Millett, and Wilkins, couldn't get confirmed, but now they're on the court and they're allowing the DC police to fingerprint all law-abiding gun owners? That's not right. Sign a petition today, defend your Second Amendment rights. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Do you care about defending the Second Amendment? Are the Democrats trying to seize your guns? Sign a petition today at PrayInJesusName.org. Democrat Senator, Dianne Feinstein, actually believes that stickers on windows and gun-free zones are gonna make your lifesaver? That's really not true. Uh, we also know that Congresswoman Dianne DeGette has confused magazines with bullets and is trying to ban both of those with these stricter gun control laws. But the Colorado sheriffs believe this is unconstitutional. and. And not only that, it's unsafe. A recent Harvard study shows that more guns actually results in less murders and less violence. And look what happened in England. Violence there soared after they banned guns, but here in America, violence dropped by 30% with more gun buying. Why, why is the government the only ones allowed to have billions of rounds of ammunition? I think we should defend your constitutional rights. Sign a petition today at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined again by the president of the Heritage Foundation, Senator Jim DeMint. Welcome back, Senator.
3: Dr. Chaps, thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much. So you made a a personal and maybe a humbling or a patriotic decision to leave the U.S. Senate right in your prime. Uh, Why did you do that and, and did you know you were going to Heritage or was that a separate decision?
3: So that uh, I left the Senate to go to Heritage, and it was the only organization I would have left the Senate for because they 're really the centerpiece of the conservative movement that they, they work with conservative groups and state think tanks. Um, we, we do more, I think, to advance the cause around the country than any other group. But I saw in the Senate, even though I had worked hard to elect a lot of new senators, that the battle for our country is outside of Washington. And if we don't win the battle of ideas with the American people, if we don't win the hearts and minds of the uh, American people, then politics is not gonna move in the right direction. So I just found after being on the inside that politics is a lagging indicator. It follows the culture. And we've got to win the culture. So that's a part, I mean, we're working with people of faith, we're working with you know, economic conservatives. But one thing we do at Heritage that a lot of other groups don't. We understand that the country, to be great, has to have a strong economy, a strong society, which means it has to have a strong faith component, and it has to have a strong defense. And so we feel like the, the conservative stool is held up by three legs, and that strong societal, that strong family, the strong community is a key part of what we do. So. That's one thing about heritage that is also important to me. I don't think you can take a a time out from the social issues, the things that are value oriented that are really important because the economy is downstream from the strength of your culture.
1: You're absolutely right. And uh, you also, before you left the Senate, you started the Senate Conservatives Fund to support what kind of candidates and how did you have success with that?
3: Well, it, I'm not involved with it anymore because I, being at Heritage, I had to hand that off. But I, I Ken Cuccinelli is now doing that? Ken Cuccinelli is doing it. He's a great guy. Um, but I just saw if we were going to change Washington, we had to change the people who were there. And that wasn't always popular in my party. But they told me we couldn't elect a, a Pat Toomey or a, a Marco Rubio or Rand Paul or Ted Cruz. And these were all impossibilities. But, and Mike Lee. And Mike Lee is yeah. really probably the top of that list for me. Yeah. Um, but I saw if you take a good candidate, a good message, and help organize people, that they can do anything, even if the Washington doesn't want them to. Uh, so that was a big part of, of helping me realize that if we go outside of Washington, we can win these things. But it's hard to do that as an individual senator, uh, particularly when you're taking on your own colleagues. I think we can do a lot more at Heritage outside the political framework to get Americans informed and organized. And and so I'm I'm definitely, uh, I'm convinced I can do more at Heritage than I could as a senator.
1: So you publish voter guides to tell the public how uh, their elected officials voted on certain things listen i 'm a donor to the senate conservatives fund i 've participated a little bit but i 'm also a heritage sentinel. Can you tell our viewers if they want to get involved and hold their elected officials accountable? What is that program about
3: well, i 'm excited about that. The heritage Action is our sister organization, and they have to be organized differently because they are organizing and they are lobbying and doing the scorecards in Washington and uh, you can go to heritageaction.com. Sentinels are are trained. They can be as active as they wanna be, but they're informed. And I've seen so many times, I mean this Senate amnesty bill would already be law if it wasn't for the Heritage Action Sentinels because so many times when they start moving a bill in the house, the phones light up in the house and the, the, the emails and so people just need to know they don't have to do that much to be part of a stronger effort and the Sentinels are key to that. A lot of people who have been part of tea parties will organize because it gives them a direct connection to, to DC. So Heritage Action takes the ideas of the Heritage Foundation and promotes them to people and in the
1: Congress. So Sentinels are everyday citizens out there who may not be aware of what's going on in Washington, but they'll get a phone call every Monday, and they'll get legislative updates from your team at Heritage, and then they bury their elected officials with phone calls, with petitions. Uh, We're a petitioning organization also. We've sent four and a half million petitions by fax machine. Uh, Where do you see this going, and what's the future if you have success?
3: Well, we're really looking towards 2016, but we feel like we have to turn the country around. We have to elect a strong conservative in 2016 to correct a lot of the things this administration's done. We can't take even four more years of this type of, of, of leadership at the national level. We're trying to pave the way for a good candidate to win with the right ideas, the right messaging, the right organization, through the Sentinels, and our, our goal is, is, is to have millions of people within that sphere of influence by the time we get to 2016. Obama won the presidency with the grassroots organization. Uh, we've got to do better than he did, and we've got the truth on our side, and, right. I, and we've got much better people who work with us, and we just need to give them a way to, to let their influence be, be more powerful.
1: Fantastic. It's an honor. Mention your website again.
3: Well, well, we've got heritage.org and we've got heritageaction.com.
1: Heritageaction.com and heritage.org. Senator Jim DeMint, everyone, it's an honor to meet you, sir. Thank you for coming on PIJN News. Thank you. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. This is
2: PIJN News. Introducing FactsCongress.com. Do you care about politics, defending pro-life causes, traditional marriage, and religious freedom? At faxcongress.com, you can create any petition to Congress, and we will convert your e-petition instantly to a real fax paper on your congressman's desk. And the best part, It's free. Want your voice heard by multiple congressmen? At faxcongress.com, we can blast your petition to all 535 congressmen and senators instantly. And you don't even need a fax machine. Not only do we deliver your petitions instantly, but with our dashboard feature, you can quickly recruit friends on Facebook and Twitter to co-sign your petition. Do you care about a particular cause? You can build a virtual army of supporters at faxcongress.com. Do you lead a church, faith-based organization, or PAC? We can even help you do fundraising. It's free. Just visit faxcongress.com and try it out. Make a difference. Sign any petition today at faxcongress.com. Facts, FactsCongress.com. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm here at the Western Conservative Summit doing celebrity interviews. There's a banquet off to our right and Michelle Bachman is speaking but I grabbed, thankfully, out in the hallway, the next congressman from Colorado, Ken Buck, a staunch conservative Republican. Welcome, Ken Buck. Thank you, thank you very much. So tell us about your race and your district. You just went through a grueling primary, and uh, how did that turn out? Was it nip and tuck?
4: Well, we, we won the primary by about uh, 20 points, so uh, it was a, a comfortable margin. Uh, we didn't know that going into the uh, primary night, but uh, very thankful for that. Uh, and, and it's a good district. It's a very Republican district. It's along the eastern plains of, of Colorado, and uh, I'm looking forward to running a strong campaign and hopefully getting back to D.C. In, in January of next year.
1: Now, four years ago, you were a candidate for U.S. Senate. In fact, uh, you won the Republican nomination in a statewide Republican race, and congratulations for that, but you fell just short uh, of becoming a U.S. Senator. Uh, And then this year, you thought about running for Senate again, but then what made you decide to run for Congress instead?
4: Yeah, I I felt that Cory Gardner had the best chance to beat Mark Udall, and, and I really felt it was so important for the Republicans to win the United States Senate that uh, it would be selfish of me uh, to run for that position when when Corey had the best shot. So I stepped aside and and Corey ran for that uh, position, and then I ran
1: uh, for his uh, congressional seat, the fourth congressional seat. So that was a humble decision for you to take a step back and put him first, put the party first. Uh, And some people speculated, oh, there was a backroom deal, but I know that wasn't true.
4: No, we met at a, a... a restaurant in North Denver um, and it was just the two of us that had the conversation and, and frankly he said to me look if, if you want to run I won't but uh, I'd, I'd like to run and I thought you know you're the best candidate and, and I'm not gonna get in the way this is this is an historic moment in this country's history and it's so important that we have conservative principles and
1: values in the United States Senate. Well, 2010 was like a revolutionary year for the Republicans. We took back control of the House of Representatives. you think 2014 is going to be just as favorable? The wind seems to be blowing our direction. Sixth year of the Obama presidency. What do you think the people care about?
4: I'll tell you, I I, I think that uh, in 2010 we talked a lot about the failed policies and the effect of those failed policies. Now we're talking about seeing the effect of those failed policies, the number of insurance policies that have been canceled, the number of doctors who have retired, uh, the, the foreign policy from an extremely weak president uh, and, and leaders around the world uh, either uh, trying to run away from our country or uh, trying to take advantage of the situation because our country is so weak at this point. So I, I think we are in a, in a very good position as conservatives to point out the failed policies of big government.
1: You know, uh, forgive me if I ask a personal question about your health, but you have been very public about your your battle with cancer, and you seem to be winning that. Talk about that for you. Sure. I
4: had cancer just over a year ago. In fact, I have a picture uh, with Ted Cruz a year ago at, at this uh, event. Uh, and didn't have any hair or, or eyebrows or eyelashes. and so You look uh, great today. Well, thank you. I've come a long way since then, but I, I, I feel great. I've got a lot of energy now, and, and I really feel good, uh, feel good on the campaign trail,
1: and, and thank you for asking. And your family is very supportive, and uh, your district is leaning Republican, so it looks like you may be a congressman pretty soon. It's a very strong
4: Republican district, and, and yes, my wife is in the state legislature, and so uh, some families garden together, and some families golf together. My wife and I do politics together, and and she's been very supportive of this. In fact, she is my director of transportation. She drives me around to to different events,
1: and we get to spend time together, so it's great. Right, and uh, what is your website for your campaign, and what is the name of your opponent so we can offer her equal time? Um, My
4: website uh, is Buck for Colorado, and my opponent's name is Vic Myers.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ken Buck. A Republican nominee for United States Congress from Colorado, and thank you for coming on our show. Thank you. All right. We'll be back after this short break. Discerning the spirits that rule our politicians, Dr. Chaps will be right back. Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16 year career and a million dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll free at 866-Obey-God and make a donation. How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Our thanks to Senator Jim DeMint and the next Congressman, Ken Buck. We have an outstanding invitation to Rita Myers, his opponent. If she wants to come on this show, just give us a call. The Bible says in Romans 13, give everyone what you owe them, pay your taxes. If you own the respect, respect. If you them honor, honor. But please donate to help us stay on the air. Visit PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free at 866 God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. God bless you in Jesus name. On tomorrow's show, KT McFarlane on national security.